Uh, welcome to After Sex Ed with Sabrina. I've got Lee here of Pretty with Lee. Yes. She is a TikTok Instagram sensation. Right now, I just looked at your specs. You've got like 59,000 followers on Instagram. Uh-huh. You've got like 1.8 or 1.9 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. And <laughs> she talks about sex. You talk about sex basically uh-huh. the whole time. And yeah, I had to have you on. <laughs> that's my whole niche, the sex talk. Yeah. But, like, I want to, like, talk to you about, like, kind of why you started it. And, like, you do have this, like, interesting, like, niche. Because from what I can see, it's, like, skincare, makeup, sex talk. And it's, like, how did that happen? Because in some of your, like, most famous videos, you're just, like, doing your makeup. And then you're, like, so let's talk about semen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, okay, back, back story is that. I've always wanted to be a makeup influencer, beauty blogger, Mm -hmm. like this girl that just goes on YouTube and talks about the latest product. So I did try that. And Mm -hmm. I tried it for a long, long time, maybe like six years, five years. And I was like really like heavy on it. I just thought that it was going to be my dream. That was my dream job. Yeah. And then I got pregnant, had my daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, still raising her and trying to do this, trying to do that. And then TikTok, my manager was like, you have to get on TikTok. She's like, maybe, you know, bring your makeup tutorials there. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try. And then I noticed, like, this is, this is, it's not hitting. Like, it's Mm. not, like, the makeup, something is just not there. I don't know if it's just oversaturated. Yeah. And then I don't even know what happened. This was during COVID, like, when kids weren't in school. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just talk about my pregnancy. Let me just talk yeah. about after my after I gave birth. I literally said, "What?" I think the first vibe. This was my first viral video that I did on TikTok. I was like, "Things no one tells you after you give birth or while mm-hmm. you're in labor, something like that." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Your vagina rips. Yeah, your vagina yeah. rips, and um, you bleed consistently. Like I bled for almost a whole month." Yeah. And then when I posted that video, it was like a lot of kids, I guess because it was COVID, they weren't going to school, no sex mm-hmm. educators, no mm-hmm. sex, like not sex educators, but no sex education in school. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, so they're like, how do you, how do you get pregnant? Like, how, Aww. how do you, like, how do you, how do you prevent this from happening? Mm-hmm. Like, how can I have sex safely? Mm-hmm. And then I just started doing these videos, but I wasn't like really doing it that much. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed this was what they wanted. So I was like, okay, how can I tie the makeup and skincare? Because I still love my makeup. I still love my skincare. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me start really reading about sex. Let me just yeah. start getting to know these things. And then what's so crazy was that when I was young, not when I was young, but when I was a teenager, well, all my friends, a lot of my friends got pregnant at a young age. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know, we would always sit in the lunchroom table and always talk about sex. And I always remember this thing that a lot of us, we were like, oh, I think vaginas are so ugly. Like, they're just really ugly. So I stood with that in my head and I was like, you know, vaginas are ugly. And then after I started reading about all these things about vaginas, I was like, oh, no, they're not. They're like the vagina is like the most powerful thing. It's crazy. And I was like, whoa, like. How did I 
let people influence me to tell me that vagina, penises, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. like down there is nasty. That's yeah. what that's what I was that's what was in my brain ever, ever since then. So many things I wanted to say there. I didn't know we were going to go in that direction about postpartum, but like, yeah. yeah. You realize really quickly how how desperate people are for like honest talk. Like mm-hmm. the second you're honest and you're like authentic, people just jump in and they're like, yeah. what? Tell me more. Especially about sex and especially on like social media, which is like saturated, like you're saying, with a lot of like fake, glossy, yeah. you know, like I think what really upset me postpartum because I have a four-year-old too. We were talking about mm-hmm. it was like all these like fit mommy accounts. And oh how yeah, I, like, I tried. I tried being that mommy, uh, and I couldn't. I was like, no. "What?" I tried doing it with my daughter, and I was like, "Like, how do they do it? Like, how do they? How? What's the secret?" And yeah. then I'm like, "Maybe they have like a full for I don't know photographer around them, twenty four seven, or but they have hard. a personal trainer. They have a nanny. Yeah. They have a chef. Yeah. Like, they have all the stuff. Like at one point, I realized." Like, I'm trying to make going for a walk or something a priority, Mm -hmm. like, twice or three times a week. But, like, for you to look that way, like, I'm not shaming women. Some women bounce back fast. That's fine. Yeah. But, like, but for, you know, for some people to to have the time and flexibility to do it means, like, you've got a lot of help. Like, that's how I saw it. Like, you got a lot of support if you're able to go to the gym for a couple hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do anything. I wasn't sleeping. Oh my god! So <laughs> I, when I got pregnant and I told my mom, I remember I was so scared. I mean, at that age, I was like 20, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um, when I gave birth to my daughter, because my mom also had her first kid actually when she was only fourteen or fifteen. Oh wow! So yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. she really didn't know much about sex. Obviously, at that age, nobody really spoke to her. Yeah. So when I gave birth to my daughter, it was kind of like her wanting to help me because she felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, how? Like this is so hard because I'm trying to raise my daughter, but you're trying to raise her with me too. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. She means well, but I yeah, mean. she means well. Yeah. But then, like, when I used to want to go out somewhere, it was like, no, you have to watch your daughter. So yeah. Like, yeah. Oh this is hard. like weren't you, just, <laughs> weren't you just like all helping me now that I want to go out yeah it's really hard like time like you know you're trying to live your life and yeah then, yeah oh, oh my god this is totally like a postpartum thing I didn't even know we were talking about this but I can yeah. talk about post, postpartum sexuality postpartum body stuff what you're not told like I wanted to talk about clitoris stuff but let's just just start talking genital image how about that? Okay, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Is and anything is fair game. You don't really care. Yeah. If well, you don't want to talk, you tell me. I I'm not comfortable. I can talk about anything. I'm very open. Yeah. Wherever okay. this wants to go. Yeah. But like the like the vaginas, like when you're saying we you know we were kids and we were in high school. Man, there's like so many things I want to say about that. Like you get yeah. told like they're gross, they're ugly, they smell, whatever. And we did this like unit on on uh, gen- and so I'm in grad school studying sexual health. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that to you. Yeah, you did. I'm, yeah, so I'm studying it. And one of our units was on genital image mm-hmm. and how, like, who's more insecure, women or men? And I thought for sure it was men, for sure, about women. their size. And it was women. And it was, like, yeah. smell. It was hair, too. Like, yeah, odor, hair. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Why did I think it was men? Like, for huh. sure men have insecurities about their size. I can see that. But, like... I don't even think I ever 
like this like i'm seeing stuff on instagram now and mm-hmm. like you know all volvos are beautiful like i never saw that growing up ever. no me neither i didn't Nothing. even i thought honestly i thought looking at a vagina was bad like i thought yeah like it's a bad thing and then talking about the hair i don't know why yeah. this just popped up in my head yeah when i was like 14 or 15 yeah. i you know i remember somebody was like you need to get a wax like you yeah. need to go get so a wax when they're saying it yeah so i went to go get a wax and it was it was so bad it was like so painful yeah they were like yeah but if you get a wax like the sex is going to be so much better I okay I'm a sex educator I don't even know if that's true because I was told that that if you take it all away that it's gonna feel better but like you feel it more but I feel like with hair yeah you kind of feel it more with yeah you know what I feel like there's no right or wrong answer like if you want to if you want to wax at all and sometimes I do do it but like for like for if you don't want it you don't have to body hair like genital hair that's normal like if you want to keep it there keep it there but like I know for me, like if I get a Brazilian, like if you rub the wrong way, yeah, it hurts. it hurts. Yeah, I That's... just saw mine today, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm in pain. <laughs> yeah, like I want to put some ice on there. <laughs> and I'm like, I... and I'm just like I'm not even having sex with anybody right now. Yeah. Like I'm just. Yeah. I think I just you. got a yeah, just for me. But I also got like accustomed to the waxing, and I'm like. Am I going to let it grow? I don't know. I don't, I just. <laughs> so I want to talk about your background a little bit because you're, you're not a sex educator by trade, I guess. No. Right. Yeah. So you kind of fell into it in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because like people ask me on TikTok, like all these questions. I'm like, you yeah. guys, I'm not a, like, I'm not yeah. a certified sex educator, uh, yeah. educator, um, educator, <laughs> but I do, I do read a lot of books. Yeah. I can help you. Like, can you, like, so, so I'm working toward, like, I've been teaching sex ed for a while, like, mm-hmm. in different spaces. Like, right now I teach about menstruation, um, menstruation mainly with this charity in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, you see, like, the second you start talking about sex online, like, I know I already said, like, people are so hungry for oh. information. It just shows there's a big gap. Like, yeah. people don't, you know what? I didn't ask you. I ask everybody when I start, how did you learn about sex? Oh, how did Ooh. I learn? About <laughs> can oh you break? God. Can you name like some people name like top three sources? Sometimes people name like there was a big moment where yeah. I saw something, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I remember when I was young. Uh, in New York, we had like these cable boxes, and yeah. it was so funny. It was like these black cable boxes. That's oh yeah. Like, oh, I was like five or six. It was, yeah. I don't, I, like, I don't know, but there was a way that you could have, like, watched. There was like, view? Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah, there was, like, a, a like a part of the channel where you click, and there just used to be, like, sex all day. Yeah, yeah, the porn channels. And yeah, I yeah. To, yeah, I used to just be, like, really in tuned into it. Yeah. But I just was, like, curious. I was very curious, and I always wanted to know. And then I remember yeah. one time, like, my mom, I don't know, somebody caught me and they're like, that's not good to watch. Like, don't yeah. watch that. Yeah. And then I, as, as I got older, like fifth grade, in fifth grade, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. I was literally eating ice cream in school. Mm-hmm. And I, I had like these three popular boys in my class. Uh-huh. And they used to say, oh, she's DSL. And I was like, what the hell is DSL? Like, oh, my God. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and 
And then one of the guys, they were like, oh, you don't know what that means. I'm like, no, they're like, that means you have dick sucking lips because they're big. And I'm like, like, what does that even like? I was only 10 and I was like, what does that mean? Did you know? No, I didn't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know what that meant at all. And then after I started figuring it out because I started hanging out with these boys. Yeah. And then, you know, they would talk about, like, sex. And I was like, oh, my God, we're all, like, 10 years, literally in fifth grade. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, from, from there, that's how I was exposed to, like, sex. I was going to say, like, I know for me, because you're talking about sex so openly as an adult. And, like, mm-hmm. that's – and sometimes, like, I get told a lot, like, oh, that's really hard to do. It's really hard. It's so It's so natural. Like, I yeah. love to talk about it. So I wonder if, like – and I use the term sex nerds because I'm mm-hmm. around like people in my program. We're just talking about sex all day. And everyone's so yeah. open that like, like, do you think you were like a born sex nerd? Like, was it, you were know, you ever really shy? No, I, I'm, you know, what's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think deep down inside I was born to like talk about sex or something yeah. because in the lunchroom, it started off like in fifth grade and I was like kind of intrigued with like these boys, what they used to talk about. Yeah. And then when I went to high school, every time for lunch, we would just talk about sex. And But I was I was always with the boys. It was, like, maybe, like, five boys and, like, two of us girls. And we would just, yeah. like, hear their stories. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, you guys are hot. Like, they were, like, only 14. And they used to, the guys used to be, like, yeah, I had sex with this girl on the beach. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, how did you guys do it in the beach? And I'll never forget <laughs> I'll never forget. I asked this one kid, like I would just ask questions to all the boys, and I was like, "How do you know when she's good, or how do you know when you're about to come?" And yeah. they didn't know. They didn't know these questions. They didn't know yeah. the answers. Yeah. And I'm like, "But you guys talk about this every day, so how do you guys know?" And I was like, "Something is missing here." So they didn't answer. I want to know how do they? Yeah, how do they, they know what a girl? Yeah. They just didn't yeah. answer. And I was like, "Is it the way that she moves?" And then if you think about it, we're only like 15, 16 talking about this. So we're really young. Yeah. So now I kind of like want to meet up with these boys when I'm older and actually yeah. like, are you guys educated more about sex? Like at that age, we're just having sex and we yeah. don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. Like for me, like I learned about sex, like I didn't learn in school properly. So I don't know what sex ed was like in New, in New York. Oh, like, horrible. Yeah. And it wasn't great in Toronto either. I like I went to a Catholic school, too. So it was abstinence based. Mm-hmm. So it was oh, like, no. just don't do it, basically. And then if you do, all these bad things can happen, like sin, diseases right? and like what unwanted. Oh, you hear me? I'm like, it's a sin. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. It's a sin. It's dirty. It's wrong. So I learned from like movies. Yeah, porn, porn. Yeah, uh, music uh, videos were huge, and, and I learned from magazines. I was yeah, magazines. Yeah, magazines is a big thing for me. We, I don't even. You know, it's really funny when I ask this question to people. See, you're young, so I'm surprised you're saying it because I think I'm like ten ish years older than you. But uh-huh. like, when I ask people that are older, how'd you learn about sex? Like, they're like magazines. You go into yeah, uh, magazines. Oh, that yeah. Was like a convenience store, and they're on the top rack, and you're like, oh, what the hell? Like mine. Oh, yeah, I think mine is pretty funny. Mine's is like, I like in where I'm at in Brooklyn. There's like a lot of lotto stores, like where people yeah. play lottery. So yeah, I always forget. My mom always used to go to a lottery store every single day, 
and I used to go with her. And then in the back, uh, like there's like a whole section of magazines, and I would always look at these girls with big boobs, yeah, and nice bodies. So I was like, oh my god, I want to be like that girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I would open it up and then I would see like fresh things and I'll yes. just keep skimming it while she's like doing her lottery because she used to be there for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how she she most likely knew that I was like looking at it. Yeah. Or she used to just tell me like, why are you looking at it? But I would yeah. still find the way to like, I was like, wow. Yeah. This is interesting. Like, I always wonder, is everybody else wired like that? Like, and I think most people are. Like, Yeah, and they just hide it. And you hide it. And, like, I think for me, it sounds like you, and there's, like, some other people that come pop up in my life that, like, you just can't, like, you can't contain it. You're like, I yeah, have to talk just, about it. I want to hear about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I, I am. Wa- I want to learn. Like, and I, I'm asking genuinely, I want to know, like, how do you know a girl's good in bed? I'm not going to yeah. use it against you. I just want to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I just want to know. And they just got, he was just like, I'll never forget. He was like, <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, man, you guys talk about this every day. Like, yeah, come on. Oh, I wanted to um, I wanted to ask you about what you think about this because mm-hmm. in your videos, and I encourage everyone to watch them, you talk like really openly about masturbating a lot, yeah. and like women don't often. It's still so taboo, and yeah. we did like a big unit on like masturbation, and we focused on women in masturbation and mm-hmm. how like it helps. Like it can it can help with body image, it can help with self esteem, confidence, empowerment. And when women like like pick a word, like when they when they describe how they feel, mm-hmm. like after figuring out how to master, because we have to figure it out. Like I know men have to figure yeah. it out too, but like you think like am I supposed to finger myself and that feels good? And then like it's like a total opposite thing. You're supposed to do like what the hell is a clitoris? Mm-hmm. You don't even know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when women like describe like this is how I like felt when I figured it out they use words like empower empowerment Mm -hmm. powerful confident like and I don't know if people really understand or or I guess people without vulvas people like men or whatever understand how closely linked it is to your Mm self-esteem like because you don't like everything you see is just like penis vagina that's sex that's supposed to feel good and then when you actually figure it out like when I figured out (laughs) you're like (laughs) uh i don't need a man that's all i said i was like i don't like i was just like wow this is what i like you know it takes me like a few minutes for me to you know to feel better and then you know to get my orgasm and then i'm like over here trying to get into a relationship trying to talk to a guy all for this that i can do quickly and not get hurt (laughs) like i'm like oh my god like you'll spend six months talking to a guy and then you know (laughs) You do it, and then something falls off, and I'm like, wow, like, yeah, I'm just better off using my toy. But I do have a problem, because I can only use toys. I can't, like, use my fingers. You can't kick it old school, yeah. I saw some some video where this girl was like, I try to pretend that I'm, like, an old pilgrim from, like, a million years ago. (laughs) It's so so hard. Yeah. I don't know. You can't use your fingers at all, ever? I've tried, but it's like, a, like I don't know. It's just not there. I don't know if I'm like already getting used to like the whole vibrator. <laughs> I remember, like literally the other day, I was like, I don't know what got into me. I was like, oh my god, I need my vibrator. Like, yeah. I'm just like something's going on. I'm like, I need that sensation. Yeah. And then once I got it, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. Like, yeah. 
Am I, well, am I, am I like, becoming an addict? Am I becoming no. an addict? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I mean, I can't diagnose you. I'm not going to say. If, there, yeah. if, if you have a genuine concern, like, oh, my God, my clitoris can only respond to vibrators now. Like, that's not true. No, like, yeah, I don't think yeah, that's true. it's fine. Like it can respond to other things. You just have you have a preference. Yeah. And, and like you know it can get it done that way. That's fine. Yeah. Um but I wanted to ask okay, so I wanted to get your opinion on this thing. So in okay. in one of my classes, when we're talking about masturbation, it, okay, my professor started the started the lesson by saying, he goes, uh, I came out. He goes, I came out as a masturbator when I was twenty three and mm-hmm. I told my friend. And his friend denied it. And he said, oh, I never I never masturbated in my life. And he's like, I came out again for a second time to somebody else. And I, I thought it was so funny that I was like, why is he saying come out? Like, that's so strange. Like, isn't it implied that everyone's like masturbating? So I'm like talking about it with my classmates. I'm like, did you think it was funny that he was I saying like that. coming out of the closet almost to say that he was a masturbator? And then one of my classmates was like, when did you publicly tell people when did you tell people that you masturbated publicly and I was like I never have like I I never did that you know so like I don't know in your opinion I feel ashamed I think a lot of us feel ashamed to say that we did that yeah that's so it's like a coming out in a way yeah did you feel liberated when you said it like because you say it so openly. I say it now very openly, but before yeah. I've never felt, I felt like weird. I was like, oh my God, like this girl masturbates. That's weird. Like who masturbates? Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> but yeah. Everyone, but like when a girl does it, it's like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I feel like it's very normal for men. Like even yeah. at a young age, they just whip it out in the shower, in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And then when a girl does it, it's like, that's weird. Like she's weird. Like, it's really, it's still frowned upon in a lot of ways. Like, even in sex education, like, like masturbation isn't something that people necessarily want included mm-hmm. in sex education because they don't see the point of it. Like, it doesn't, yeah. it's not reproductive. So, like, it has nothing to do with penis, vagina, intercourse, making a baby. It is entirely pleasure-based. It, like, so people are like, well, what's the point of it? Especially female masturbation. Because if, yeah. like... You have a really set way, let's say, of how sex works. It's a penis goes into a vagina. Mm-hmm. Explaining how a woman masturbates has nothing to do with a penis going in a vagina. So, like, parents and school boards yeah. and, like, you know, teacher or whatever get really, like, keyed up about, well, what are you going to say? You're going to mm-hmm. say you rub your clitoris? Like, that's so vulgar. You know? It's such, like, it's such, like, a hard no, it's not hard to talk about. It's just yeah. like people just like make it very difficult. And I I don't think a lot of people are very open minded yet about masturbation. Yeah. And it's it, like, oh my God, we're already in twenty twenty two. Masturbate. Masturbate already, God. Masturbate. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. Do and I it. think people really need to hear people say especially women. Like, it feels good. It's normal, it you so know. Good. I'm just like, oh my God. I wanted to okay, I want to tell you about some clit stuff. And okay. I want to see if you if it shocks you. Okay. okay. So the clitoris was erased from all medical textbooks. Um, it was removed, put oh. back, and then removed again because of immorality. So it appears, I think, around the 1950s they mention it. Oh, so before wow. that, it was it was like they knew it existed, but they removed it. That's so crazy. Yeah. 
Why do you think? Like, they're so threatened. Well, it's like, at the, oh, it could, you know what? It's political. Like it, they know, they know that the clit is very powerful. So yeah. they don't want us. Fe- they don't want the females knowing how powerful <laughs> exactly. it can be. So they wiped it out. Yeah, they erased they it. it. They and then it some out. like male doctors come around and go. They re- it was rediscovered like several times throughout medical history, basically. And at that time, like the 1950s or 60s, that's when a doctor found out about the G spot. I think. Okay, so doctors, whatever his name was, it's yeah. yeah you're right. Like he, I can't. And I was just like reading about it too. It's 1982, so it's not even that long ago that it makes a big public, yeah. um, and everyone starts talking about G spots. Even that's political, if you want to talk about that, because the clitoris basically has this long history or history mm-hmm. of like being erased, being immoral. Yeah, I like, never knew that. Yeah, it's like it's Crazy. medically even like doctors don't want it discussed. Mm-hmm. It's only sole function. It is the only organ ever. Its only function is pleasure. That's it. It doesn't do anything else but feel good. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> women yeah, they don't want they don't want women to know that. Yeah, because then it it's like you can see why it's so liberating and empowering for women when they find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, "Oh my god." They're like threatened. This, They're yeah, and like threatened. people are threatened by it. Um, so the, so this guy it. discovers the G spot or discovers whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like 1982. I wonder, like, I wonder if you know this, and I wonder how you feel about this because, like, pleasure is pleasure, and that's great, and everybody should be touching themselves, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But even the G spot is like kind of political in that it's so hard to talk about sex and not get political. Like, it's so yeah. hard to talk about sex and not talk about power. So this guy, this doctor, Doctor Golden Brad, or something, yeah, getting his name wrong. Like yeah, he like says something he, with a G. It sounds like his research, and I can't remember the name of the article. And I want to, I'm going to put it in the comments. I think it almost sounds like he's found it. He says through research, but it sounds like he's done it with like his girlfriends. Like mm-hmm. he's just like noodling around down there, and is like she ejaculated, like it, like it happened on me. Um. Okay. So then there's like this fixation with it for like a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm Everybody's gonna back up. Everyone's trying to find it. Okay, but I'm gonna back up even further. Do you know who Sigmund Freud is? No. Okay, so he's like a very famous psychologist, like mm-hmm. sex research psychologist person, okay. and he does a lot of research on uh, why people have sex, orgasm, stuff like that. And he's really misogynistic, and everyone mm-hmm. like knows that now. But he wrote all kinds of research that said clitoral orgasms are immature orgasms okay his words vaginal orgasms like if something goes in your vagina is a mature orgasm wow right okay so he's been refuted now but this goes on for so long until like basically like the even like the 80s that like it's so stupid so you see how like the (laughs) g-spot becomes political because all these people are fighting to get the clitoris in textbooks, they're fighting to get it in schools. They're fighting to get like women to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. finally getting attention, and then the G spot comes out, and then it put, it shifts women back Whoa. to the. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like a whole crazy? like. It's a whole thing. Like, you just think like sex is sex and it feels good. Like, what's what's to get so worked up about? But it's like, damn. There's like, so, there's so many layers, like, mm-hmm. you know, so saying to women, 
you know, for like so much of like modern history, if you can't orgasm with a, with a penis inside of you, something's wrong. That's it's, so bad. It's so bad. That's so it's, bad. Yeah. That's so bad. And it's like Man, something like seventy five percent. Yeah, you know, it's just that's why I think even today it's like where we come from matters like our past matters Mm -hmm. so when women like you as an example are out there talking about your clitoris talking about masturbating talking about feeling it's super political like people are gonna look at that and go like oh my god i can't believe she's saying that or like oh my gosh talking about the clit like it's a big deal for people like yeah i don't know i got called nasty i got i got called nasty like all the time i already got called nasty a few times you did eh yeah I was going to ask you how you, like, if you feel? if the feedback you get is, like, mostly positive. So, yeah, like, the feedback I get is positive. Like, I get um a lot of good, a lot of people call me, like, their big sister. I help yeah. them. So that makes me feel good. But then I get some people where they're like, oh, you're weird. Like, you're so weird and nasty. Like, that's so weird. And then even <laughs> my mom. Yeah. My mom is, my mom is very closed off. She's a very closed mm-hmm. off woman. So, you know, I started off with makeup and all these things. And I remember, like, when I first started talking about sex, she's like, you don't think that I know what you talk about? (laughs) Like, I forgot what she called it, but it was basically, like, that's some, like, not stupid, but I know that it it was just weird for her. Yeah. something that she's just uncomfortable. Like, you know, you just talk so much shit. (laughs) So I was just like, you know what? You know, you're in a different time period than me. Yeah, we have two different lifestyles. We're totally different. I'm more open. I'm a very open woman, and you're yeah. not. So, but then I also have to remember about the way she was raised. Yeah, and all these things. So I don't judge her. Like my mom, I just recently found my podcast. Like mm-hmm. I've been, yeah, and I was like scared. Yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of scary because she's a bit. Cl- she's closed off too, but she surprised me and was like, because after sex ed is all about adults like adults getting education because I feel like we got overlooked like Mm -hmm. and just because you're older doesn't mean you know everything especially when you hit milestones like you're talking about like pregnancy and like postpartum you're in the dark like nobody says anything oh my god I want to tell you that like based on some of the studies I've seen and like what we discussed in class about like getting your sex drive back after having a baby like we're told you can have sex after six weeks but like most trials with couples say they're not having sex properly regularly for yeah. five years whoa whoa like god damn i waited six months <laughs> i waited yeah. six months but yeah. i always had like this pain it's so weird like i feel like after i gave birth like before i gave birth i was like oh my god like my vagina she was good <laughs> But then after I got like some pain down there. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta like I gotta I gotta test her out. Does this still hurt four years later? Well, I haven't had sex like right now I'm all doing the whole celibate oh. finding. Yeah. Oh, good. So. oh, tell me about that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been celibate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the whole healing process, girl, learning oh about my gosh. me. It's going good. It's actually that's why I, that's why I got into like toys and masturbation. Yeah. So Oh my god, back up and tell me like everything why you're doing this. I need to know. <laughs> so after I broke up with Sophia's dad, which was when she was like 
two, like maybe like a year and a half ago, I broke okay. up with him. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not the type of girl to just go and have sex with anybody. Like, that's just mm-hmm. me. I, like, I want, like, I really like to have, I feel like sex is such like a connection. Yeah. Like, it's so intimate. I just can't go and fuck somebody. Like, it's yeah. so, it's really hard for me. Like, I have yeah. to have a one-to-one with you. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? When I find the right guy, and not the, because I'm not going to find the right guy, but somebody that I can connect with. Yeah. You know, he can satisfy me then then i'm good but till then i haven't really haven't really found anybody so right now it's just me and my toy oh good me for my you rose. are rose. you like are you celibate like yeah i guess i see what you're saying like you're not you're not you're are you like refusing to hook up until you find someone are you saying like no, okay no it's more like i guess i i guess i just haven't found the guy yet like he, nobody yeah. like just I'm, I'm okay with it too i, I like yeah. it because i feel like i really got to know myself like this one yeah. year that i haven't had sex i was like wow i really got to know myself and i feel like i'm more open and comfortable with my body like i love that you're saying this because i think people get this idea about sex educators that were like sexed up constant it's no like it's it's people are complicated like people yeah. there's shades of gray like you go through things in your life and like there's going to be peaks and valleys. And if you're going through a point where you're like, there isn't a partner in my life, I would much rather have toys, masturbate, do my own thing, than hook up. Like, I think it's really important that people hear that. Do you share that with your audience? I do, but I think I have to share about it more because I notice like a lot of girls do go through, you know what it is? I also, I also like to protect myself and I don't want to yeah. get hurt. I just don't want to yeah. get hurt. I just yeah. like, no that if I have sex with a guy mm-hmm. and then I just feel like, yo, I spent all this time and effort with you for me to have, you know, we're going to have sex. And then it's just, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're going to hook up with somebody else after. Like, I want to know that, you know, we're going to be a thing. Yeah. And still be connected. More like a lot of these teenager girls. Like, I feel like I went through that when I was a teenager. Yeah. And a lot of the, like, my um, followers, they're really young, and they're always saying, like, you know, I had sex with this guy, and then the next day he doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. So I know that feeling, and I don't want to go through that feeling again. And, like, with age comes, like, a lot of wisdom. You know what you mm-hmm. want, you know what you don't want. Yeah, that's what I also learned. Like, I know what yeah. I want, I know what I like already, and I'm just like, wow. Like, now I feel, like, more confident with my body. Like, before, yeah. one thing that I noticed was I always wanted to have sex in the dark, yeah, was, like the covers, and now I feel like if I were to have sex, like you know, during the daytime, I would be like, okay, like let's do it, cause you know I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, so it's I really think- crazy when taking the time off, you yeah. learn yourself. No, good for you. I think like people don't like say that enough. Yeah. That like, I don't know, like sex positivity to me, or like, mm-hmm. like being like a positive sex yeah sex positivity is about autonomy it's about owning your own body so that means like you can have sex with whoever you want and you can also not have sex yeah you know and that's fine and that can go on as long as you feel like it it's up to you i think people just tend to get really pressed and like really keyed up about like sex positivity and sex positive people sex educators people talking about sex like as freely as you do they're probably like oh my god the kids are like you're telling kids all kinds oh, of crazy man. messages. She got up. Oh, oh she's awake. She's going to fall back to sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> but, kids. And that's another reason why I talk about sex. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of the teenagers, 
and like tell me that they got knocked up like the first time they had sex and i was like oh my god yeah i know right i'm like oh my god you girls are so young 14 like you guys haven't even like when i think about my age now that i'm in my mid-20s i'm like okay now i'm living life a little bit yeah but imagine at that age how hard it is because nobody really spoke to them yeah so i feel like i want to be that girl like to talk to girls it's i think it's like like we were like we were texting each other or messaging Mm -hmm. each other before like i really do feel like sex like sex educators or sex nerds whatever i call them it like it comes from a really warm empathetic place it's like i feel me i know i can say it sounds like you too i feel genuinely very bad for badly for people that don't know how their bodies work you know Mm -hmm. that get into situations like that it's so preventable like it's so fixable or like I've had people messaging me saying like, like, what is a clitoris exactly? Like, I don't yeah. know. And they're adult women. Yeah. And they've yeah, had yeah, kids. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like, I get that message too. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. This is, that, that's how like uneducated, like, you remember when you yeah. asked about sex education in school? I only had yeah. one year out of, I went to school from kindergarten to, Mm-hmm. in your year and yeah. only one year i took a sex education class and that was in middle school wow. and they the only thing they taught me was stds yeah a vagina and a penis yeah and basically it, that's all i know that's all i remember i didn't remember anything about getting infections no. i didn't get anything oh and how like you know the whole labor video oh yeah 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 oh my god oh my but, god so terrifying yeah that's yeah. all but like getting deep into sex i'm like oh my god like nobody told me this in school or like or just like feelings because like when i talk about sex with kids like i get a lot of questions like are you allowed to are you allowed to laugh during sex like do people yeah. laugh and that i find heartbreaking because yeah. like they don't it's very serious everything they're hearing is really yeah. scary you know like you can get pregnant and here's a labor video where she's screaming mm-hmm. and crying you're like oh my god and-